Welcome to the Marvel Sports Worldwide Podcast, where we discuss and analyze your favorite Marvel sports. From JMR Marble League to all go-do tournaments, we'll make sure you never miss the action. All Marble Sports, all the time, right here on the MSW Podcast. Everybody and welcome to the Marvel Sports Worldwide Podcast. My name is Brendan. And I'm Commander Wolf. And I'm happy to be back this week. I uh, missed last week because um stuff. That's all I got. I don't have a I don't have a story for that. I had things going on in my family. I had to attend to them. Um and uh even though I love the show and I love Marvel's uh family first, Marvel's second. Um yeah. uh, I'm sure you would agree, Woff, right? Definitely. I would definitely agree with that. And um, I heard that things did not go to hell while I was gone, so that's good to know. Um, nope. Things, it went uh, pretty smoothly, yeah. especially when compared to episode 14. <laughs> yeah, the first ep- that was the first episode you did without me. Um, I remember S-Man mm-hmm. was on that episode. Um, so do you think, um, like, like let's say, um, and let's say the episode 14 hosting that you did was a 1 out of 10. What would you rate this episode? weeks this past week's hosting as far as um you taking over the show i think the best i could give myself is a six it's fair it's fair i'll like, take it like, we, we, we got we have about like third, half an hour worth of content but then her she had to basically give us talking points to keep going with and i'm glad he did because he got a lot of good stuff that i wouldn't have brought up so like it was like i'm definitely not good enough like, at least like at least with my style like like podcasts don't have to be an hour long. It's just that that's our standard at this point. Yeah, we've been doing and, that. Um, and um, I don't know if that will persist through the slower Marble League months. I feel like most episodes will end up an hour because usually, because like you know, we only do them once a week. So like every time a new week comes, we have like some little thing to talk about. Like today, Sand Marble Rally picks, and um, the next time maybe another NASMAR video. The next time, maybe we'll jump over to a different channel or something. But um, some usually at that point, you know, we'll, we'll get to that. We'll get 30 minutes. We'll do the trivia, and all of a sudden, some random, like, idea will pop into my head. Um, or, you know, we'll get into an argument, and all of a sudden, it's over. So, I mean, I am I am fine with ending early. I think that we should not be scared of ending at, like, 45 minutes. But right. um, I'm, I'm, well, I... we'll let it go. But but again, like Hershey, like had like the the, the point of like there was a lot of things that we could have discussed the entire time that we that we that we completely missed. So like I don't know if it's necessarily that there wasn't enough to talk about so much as that like I just do not know how to I guess get I I guess think of enough stuff. Like I think this is because that's, that, that's I'm the I mean, like, that's the nature of me being, like, just me. Like, I, I only have so much I can focus on, and so, like, that's why you need more people to help you get different perspectives. And, like, also, it is Hershey. It's his series, so he definitely would know more about the stuff and pay more attention than I would. Yeah, yeah. And um, I'm glad he was there to give you guys talking points. I'm sure that stimulated some good discussion um, regarding NASMARB. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, guys, I'm back. Um, I will say things have not changed too much. I have begun college, so I have that workload. Um, it's, I mean, I mean, it is a workload, but it's also given me something to do, right? I mean, there's not much to do these days. That is a fact. And, um, unless, unless you were used to just being in your house all day, in that case, I'm sure you're just doing the normal, 
But, um, I mean, for me, I'm not one that was a hermit um, in before virus. So I am definitely low on things to do. So college has given me a little more of a purpose. Um, so I'm happy about that. And, um, yeah, uh, I also stumbled upon a new TV show that I began watching, Cobra Kai. Have you ever seen that? Uh, uh, I have not, but I heard a lot. I, I know I've heard a lot about it. Like, I've I've ever seen the original Karate Kid a long time ago. I haven't seen two or three, and I, but I know that the Cobra Kai basically it follows the antagonist of the first movie becoming the protagonist. Like, like and like the original protagonist is basically the antagonist now because he's he's kind of like full of himself. In a little bit of a way, um, definitely things kind of shift around over the course of the first season. I watched the first season through. Uh, for people who don't know, Karate Kid is a movie. Um, uh, it was made a long time ago. I think there was like three parts. The eighties um, or eighties, or I think it was the eighties. Yeah, an old movie. That was the time when movies were real good. You know, I think Rush Hour was made around then as well. Just a great time for movies. Um, this movie was about, um, you know, it was like one of those underdog stories. So you had the really weak kid, but then the uh, the old Asian man teaches him karate, um, and he, you know, all of a sudden goes to like finals and and all that. Um, so you know the story. I'm not going to spoil any of it. You know, there was of course an antagonist to that, as most eighty movies have. Like you know, the jerk, the jerk who really good and you know pushing him around and things like that um, i recommend just don't go see those movies they're really good and they're classics um but cobra kai kind of takes up when those two um antagonist protagonist people like waf said uh are older and um it i i'd like to say it, it's it's clear cut but it's not i would say that oh, okay. they're both kind of protagonists in their own way they're both kind of Ooh. you know doing they're, they're following their stories and you're following their family stories and you're following other kids uh, stories who are involved in their story and it's kind of like um, a redemption story and a learning story and a coming together story for, for all of them and uh, season one um, ended on a weird note but um, that's because I guess they really did plan a season two which I'm, which I'm probably going to hopefully start watching this week um, I highly recommend it uh, it's funny um, there's little bits of like really funny parts and it's also pretty uh, sad sometimes. So it kind of is a great balance of, um, uh, of comedy and, and drama. So I uh, highly recommend that's, that's, that's a movie review. Um, have I, you seen all, all the pre all the previous uh, Karate Kid movies? I haven't seen none of the Karate Kid movies. Um, really? I, I think I've seen bits and pieces. Um, huh. yeah. Um, of course they flash back to some clips of the actual movies in, um, Cobra Kai, but, uh, no, I actually have not. I get the gist of it because, like, they flash back enough and I've heard enough that, you know, you can, 80s movies are all pretty much the same, you know, when it comes to Right, yeah. <laughs> so you can kind of put it all together in your head. But, um, you know, I should probably go watch them, but I will say um, uh, even without seeing them, you you really do get the picture of what's going on in, 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 the, in, the, new se in the new series, in the new TV show. So um, overall, I love it. I think it's great. Um, so you should check it out. Um, if you have nothing else to do, which I'm sure you don't. <laughs> Limers. Um, so there you go. Um, without further ado, uh, guys, well, Waff, actually, anything there, you want to say? There is, there, there is uh, like one thing that I did not mention this last episode, but like uh, our listeners might have picked up on it from the news segment uh, briefly, but uh, Wolves actually had to step down as our uh, half host. Oh, indeed. They, yeah. Uh, yeah, they uh, they have, um, you probably could have told, um, told that, like, they, that recently they've had been struggling to find the time and stuff like that, that these past these past few weeks like like it was just it was like due to scheduling issues as well as like, i think it was like lack of a like 
a loss of interest, if I'm not mistaken. I, it's been a while since I, I last read his message uh, to yeah, us. Yeah, it was kind of a little bit of everything, you know, busy, hard to get the programs for recording all correct so there's no lag, you know, you know, a little bit of a yeah. lack of interest. Like it, I mean... It was, it, there was a lot of effort that went into it. Uh, like it, it oh, yeah, sc- school, school came back, yeah, so like he is dealing with that too. Like, it's really, like... It is a. It is like I, I can definitely understand. Like it's, like a lot can happen. Yeah. Like I, Life I'm pretty. Uh, I've become rather uh, like really busy since I'm moving and doing with college. Like, like I have not. I don't have as much free time anymore. Like, yeah. It, it's like it's. It, it is hard to continue doing stuff like this, and so I completely understand. Like it, it, I, we wish him. I wish him the best going forward. I hope he has fun with whatever he does. Maybe he'll do a podcast of his own someday. Maybe I, so. I, he has he has the uh, the the raw talent. I think he would do do well um, if he practiced. Um, but yeah, um, I wish him well. He was great when he was on, um, and I'm sure he'll come on and guest every once in a while here and there. And um, I'm, listen, I get it. This is a tough time. Um, even even me, uh, who's mostly cheerful, has have had a little bit of depression going through this time, uh, being stuck at home and just feeling trapped overall. And um, it is tough. Uh, and it, I I just totally understand. Um, motivation is hard and listen you got to just keep plugging on so I mean the podcast is going to keep rolling along I hope all you listeners continue to roll along with us Um, I know things are getting dry uh, a little bit in the JMR season as we go into Sand Marble Rally and then into the unknown of the winter but um, the unknown. <laughs> but as we do so, um, I uh, I hope that you just come on and listen you know for the marbles and, and just for the, uh, the community of it all you know uh, so you because we want to relate with you just as much as hope you guys want to relate with us. So without further ado, um, Johnny Marble wants to do some relating, I'm sure. He's got some good news for us. He's got some good opinions for us. So let's go to the news with Johnny Marble, and we'll see you on the other side for some Marble Sports Talk. Sports fans, I am Johnny Marble, and this is MSW. Let's get into the news. Marble Rally 2020 has finally premiered, and what an exciting way to start the season. The race was very intense, as seven did not finishes occurred simultaneously, with Quicksilver being the only one that was able to recover. The race continued on with several lead changes throughout, and in the end, Crazy Cat's Eyes took home first followed by Cool Moody in second and Marble at Marble Face in third. The Marble Rally season has started with a bang, and we can't wait to see even more exciting races. Well, guys, the news was short, but hey, we got through it, and I'm proud of you. I've been Johnny Marble. You have been the best fans in the world. Let's kick it back and continue on with the podcast. All right, everybody, we are back from the news. Thank you, Johnny Marble, for another exciting news segment. A um, lot of stuff coming up in Marble Sports, right? Um, San Marble Rally, 
is, is a big thing right now. Of course, Marble League, um, as you know, it's my favorite. I do like Sand Marble Rally. That's how I first got into marble sports. Um, and there's just a place in my heart for that outdoorsy kind of reckless racing, um, different size marbles, not the same teams, a whole new look, a single player kind of um, matchup. And um, I'm excited for it. I really am. Uh, as you can see, if you're watching on the YouTube, I have a new little setup here where I'm showing my Chrome screen, sharing my Chrome screen so I can share with you things that I'm looking up during the show, things that I'm analyzing during the show, and things that I'm listing during the show. And currently we have my picks up for the Marble Rally 2020. Uh, we're going to talk about them. Yes. We're going to talk about the last uh, 40 years and the stats relating to these picks. I don't, I don't pick stupidly. I don't pick randomly. <laughs> I don't scroll through and be like, oh, Pollo Loco, that sounds cool. Let's pick him. <laughs> no, I don't do that. I pick carefully. I pick based on upward trajectories. I pick based on stats. Uh, also, I pick Crazy Cat's Eye because Crazy Cat's Eyes. So that was a little bit, you know. But we'll talk about it, okay? Good things for Crazy Cat Size, actually, as far as um, the performance over the last uh, 40 years as well. So, um, Waf, you have your picks as well, right? So we will go I through do. yours. Um, and before uh, we get... Oh, you wanted to say something? No, 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 no. You, 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 you have something to say before. Let's do that. Yeah, yeah. Before we get into the picks, I, I do want to start with a more general kind of uh, discussion when it comes to Sand Marble Rally because Sand Marble Rally is a it's a staple of the JMR um, channel, but it's also an event that has not changed much since 2016. There has been a, changes a little bit in the formatting. This year, no qualifiers. 20 racers, all right, battling. No qualifiers, really? No, no qualifiers. They huh. they picked the 20. Um, they said that. I believe oh, yeah, it was, I, 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 should, like, I should realize that when the roster to pick was so small. Fan favorites or something. I don't know. Or like um, just the general consensus of, of the, the most liked marbles. Um, uh, of course, ride number three is in there. But uh, yeah, I, not much has changed besides formatting. And I just want to know... Uh, uh, of course, I'll, I'll give my opinions and waft from you as well. Is there anything that you want to see this year? Is there any change to Santa Marble Rally, to the tracks, to the presentation, to the formatting of the of the points? Is there anything you want to see different this year? And is there anything you at least expect to see? Well, I think what I would like to see is more... Um, maybe more obstacles or more things. Like, you know, you know like the... the, 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 the uh, the funnels of sand, like they would make, like 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 kind of like basically like a sand funnel. They go through and it'll tunnel and come out. Like a yeah, lot more yeah. environmental stuff like that. Like maybe make a like if the I don't know if the sand is good, would work for this, but maybe make a small sand castle to go through like through. Like, I I, I kind of want more like variety again. Like I I think they I don't know if they've toned down. Like have they do they tone down how much um obstacles they put in there? Because I think they they thought they used to have more. They I feel like they kind of shift the obstacle focus every year. I think that. I don't want to say they're getting lazy, but let's see they let's say they just they've yeah, decided more, to not do like they've tried decided to not include obstacles like built out of sand and instead we'll just throw like those little plastic chevron things down that you see in Marbula One and be like, Oh well that's that's an obstacle right there. Um Well no, so, that's I more mean, of a boost because it's less friction. So which and that works. Like that, that that's a great way to get marbles going faster, sure, but like I want like I kinda want like like ultimately, it is still just marbles racing downhill on a like on a mostly similar track style. So, I mean, I 
there's got to be ways to, to spice it up. You no, know? agreed. Agreed. Um, that's what I want to talk about uh, for a moment here. Um, I want to see some more stuff, guys. I do. I want to see some more obstacles, and I don't. I, I want to see the courses kind of have a wild and, and differentiable appeal from one course to the next. And I, I know they re- – I think every two races they'll remake the course and make a different, like, yes. uh, set of curves and straights. But the problem is I cannot name for you one course that really sticks out in my head over the last four years. All right? And and so I'm, I'm hoping for yeah. something new in style, something like, you know, maybe there's one where there is a lot of turning right. I mean that's so simple and so dumb it seems, but that could really add like an like a like some sort of feel new feel to it because it's like always this this weird shape. Or maybe there's a there's one that just it hits you over and over with those weird kind of um, where they put up the sand like a dune and the marbles roll up it and then go back down and then continue on. Maybe something with a lot of those hits you over and over again. One, two, three, four, five, ten of those maybe on the track. Because that that will really stick out. Like, oh my god, that was the mogul course. That really had a ton of those up and down motions. Maybe Remember one the, the the bridges, like uh, like those wooden bridges they had with the hole in it that marbles could fall oh, through. Yeah. L- listen, my problem with that is no marbles ever fall through that. That is a fact. Well, I, I I like maybe one time have I ever well, seen a marble I think the thing fall is, like, through that. Basically, once Lee gets past it, the camera has to goes away from it, and there's no stationary cam near it ever. True. So we never see if a marble does in fact fall through it. I think that hole should be bigger or there should be more of them, like, you know, to really make it tough. Um, yeah. I don't know. I feel like I feel like they just need to vary it more. Maybe one time make it like a very clear, straight course, top to bottom, straight line. And then maybe another time, like I said, have a ton of curves, all right? A ton of a little, those slope things that go up and back and uh, and things like that. I don't really know what they're called, but I know there's like times where they where the marbles will roll up like this wall and then come back down uh, and continue on. Um, if you uh, watch some sand marble rally, you'll know what I it's mean. A, it's a slope, a, slo- a brief slalom? A brief sometimes slalom. Like, sometimes like, 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 like they also design it to where like it's, it's just short enough to where like a marble can get over it and get a really good lead. And like, that's cool. That, yeah, that, that's, that's true. Variety. They add that shortcut aspect to it. Um, I don't. I just feel like there's more they can do, and there's more like unique aspects they can add to it. Maybe some theming here and there. Yeah, I, that'd we're be cool. up to 1.2 million subscribers. All right, maybe theme the tracks a little bit. I mean, even Fubica can do that. Well, I mean, granted, he's not doing the sand part. The sand part's hard. Yeah. Okay, let's not forget that. It's hard. It is annoying. Yeah, it's ti- and time consu- super time consuming. Yeah, but like I mean, like a little bit of theming. Something like that. I don't know. I'm 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 grasping at straws here, but I just want to see something unique down on the track. And um, I ha- there's a lot of specific ideas I could put out there. Um, uh, I but I I feel like adding too much would also take away from the sand marble rally aspect, and that wouldn't be good. Um, but I do think um maybe a couple instances of different terrains, maybe like a a point where it just it gets really fast. I mean, maybe not like Marbula One type track, but something something different there for a moment. Maybe some shortcuts. You know, maybe maybe a, maybe a point where it splits off into like three different paths, and it holds those three different paths for like a full twenty seconds of the race, so that you see like a lot of lanes of marbles moving. You know, complex things. And and literally, you have like a similar course design. Let's say you have track one and two, which is a generic sand marble rally track, and then like race three and four. You bring out a similar generic at first, but then you have 20, 30 full seconds where you fork off into three lanes 
just for 20, 30 seconds, everything else can be simple. All of a sudden, that's a memorable track. Because you'd be like, oh my god, remember the triple lane fork thing? That had that added a lot to the race, or took away from all you don't. I don't know. Yeah. So I mean, that would be what I'm talking about. Um, and I think that if they sat down and got creative with it, um, I think they could come up with some good stuff. And uh, um, I don't know if they're gonna go that far this year. It's been a busy year for them. You know, getting all those uh, advertising and sponsorship related events. Marbula E. But you know, I think that. Um, I think I'd like to see it. Um, and I think these are ideas that uh, should be developed in the future. Anyway, Waff. Marble Rally yes. 2020 picks. Ooh, these are good. I love this. I love um, picking these ones because there are very visible trends mm-hmm. in the last four years of Santa Marble Rally competitors. And I really like how they do it. Um, for those who you don't know, the Fantasy League, at least uh, run, the run in the JMR Discord server, uh, works like this. You, uh, your first pick is a three-time score multiplier. Plier? Pl- Plier. M- multiplier. There you go. Markiplier. Thanks, a multi-markiplier. <laughs> um, uh, pick two is a two-time score multiplier. Pick three, four, and five are just there to be there. And uh, the reason they do this, by the way, I really like this, is because now um, a it's very, very hard for ties to happen because rarely, mm-hmm. very, very rarely will anyone pick the same group of five. Like, someone might pick my same picks but order them differently so the multiplier lands on different places. So that's why right. um, it, it varies. The, the chances of people picking the same five teams in the same order is very low. Um, and uh, that's uh, that's what uh, the multipliers add to that. They add uh, that, that element of... And also that element of waiting, like, um, you know, you ha- you pick five marbles, but which two do you really think are going to shine? Which two are going to be your two that you really want to get behind? And that's, um, the multiplier adds a lot of that. Um, yeah. Man, um, Waf, uh, do you want to start with your picks? Uh, sure. So, um... Well, um, the first pick I did like, for my three times multiplier is red number three, just because like that is the, the, the that is easily the safest pick of all of them. Like the, the number three has proved already that statistically, their chances of winning is like significantly higher than everybody else's. Hmm. Like I normally don't pick um solely off of a just like I guess like um point chance like that. Like I normally like like sometimes I'll put like I put Momo in my fantasy leagues as my number one pick, not because like even though statistically they're not going to do as well, they're my yeah. number one team, and so I gotta show them that that love. But I mean I'm a I'm a red number three fan. I'm not as big of a fan because I'm no longer really like it's not really they're not really an underdog, and I like underdogs more. I I can't lie about that. Me too. The Limas are gonna be the biggest underdog yeah. some year. <laughs> but yeah, they will uh, they will come back. And then this, the next marble that has been pretty consistent is Super Bowl, who is my second pick. Mm, mm, a big, yeah. big agreement there. A big nod of head mm-hmm. for that yeah. one. Because like, they're, they're, they they've been top three, I think, these past two years. So they, they've also proved to be a very consistent marble. Now, the, um, for my, my, my single uh, point multiplier picks, uh, I have Slimer because they did really well. Like They got third in 2017, right? They were good. Um, we will actually talk about all the specific stats um, of your picks and my picks. Uh, in 2017, they were actually 14th. Uh, for 14th, people watching oh. on the YouTube, you'll see I have the stats right up here in different tabs as I switch to them. So oh, you guys cool. will be able to hopefully follow along. Um, I'm going to try to zoom in enough that it's very easy to see the numbers. 
Uh, so hopefully that's easy to see right there on, on oh, yeah, the screen. But yeah, um, Slimer uh, 2017 was 14th overall. They, they so had a really bad. great run in one year. I can't remember which one it was. They, they did fantastic at one point. Yeah, they did have a good, uh, I believe the good year was, uh, well, no, 13th in 2019. Um, no, 14th in 2018. Thir- 2017, you're right. Sorry, 2018 was 13th uh, or 14th. Uh, Slimer was third in, tw- in 2017. Okay, so and I was right. Fourth yeah. in 2016. Um, interesting pick. Uh, when you're done with your picks, I'm going to talk about Slimer yes. for a moment. And then I also picked El Capitan just because like they they have been like a consistent marble. But uh, not, my number three pick, even though like it doesn't really matter, like because like number three is through five is this is the same multiplier. I picked Nemo just because like Nemo has always been a marble I wanted to see do well because like for one thing I like the color scheme. Two, they have they've always been near the bottom of the pack consistently and so it really Nemo's 15 to, to 2018 in 2019 they are not even here in 2017 they are 14th and in 2016 um i i don't even think i see their name i don't think they were i, I don't know if they were in 20 they, I, don't think, I think they were introduced in 2017 Underwhelming performances in 2017 and 18, but you know what? Hey, you, sometimes you got to just pick that dark horse marble, and and, and it might roll the victory yeah. this time. You don't know, and it, it makes them uh, they're, they're the underdog, so they're really lovable. You know, like, like I, 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 like they're kind of like my, like I guess like they're kind of like a Momo, sort of, but like not, <laughs> not, not, but like they're, they, they, I don't love them as much as Momo, obviously, but my, uh, but. I really want to see Nemo do well. I've I've wanted it for a long time, and I'm hoping yep. this might this be the year. I think so. I think so. Um, and that was your that was that rounded out your picks. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about your picks. Um, let's talk about them. I I think that it is a solid set of picks. Um, unbiasedly, I think yours are overall about equal with mine because in some ways they lack when compared to mine, but in some ways they, they excel when compared to mine. We'll talk about that. Yeah, I can see we, let's we, talk we, picked, a, we picked up, we both picked El Capitan for one point and then they, but I did, and you picked, I see you picked Super Bowl for two times multiplier, but you put Renner yeah. three is just a normal point. Yeah. And, and I'm going to, I'm going to get to that. Um, I want to talk about your picks real quick. Slimer, um, Slimer, 2016 fourth, 2017 uh, third. 2018, um, they're here, to, yeah, 14th, and 2019, 13th. Um, here's what I have to say about that, and I actually considered Slimer for a pick, and the reason I didn't go with him was downward trajectory. Uh, you, you're Two years ago, 2017, 2016, good racer. We have new competitors here in 2018, 2019. Um, the skill has declined um, consistently 2018, 2019 uh, in about the same place position-wise, 14, 13. And I, um, when I saw the downward trajectory, I was less inclined to pick him. Um, do I think he might do well? Yeah, he's done well before. But I think that the reason I laid off was because of the downward trajectory. Um, your other one, red number three. I mean, I can't argue. I can't argue. I, I I mean I will find I always find a way to argue if I can, but I can't. <laughs> yeah, like that is a that is that is a pick. It's like picking the savage beaters. If anything, like, I mean, you, it like is. you get more looks for not picking red number three. I, I'm yeah, surprised you, you didn't put it for multiplier. Honestly, I will talk about that. 
And then, um, yeah, I, a Super Bowl, again. A Super Bowl is like the non-keychain version of Red Number 3, in my opinion. And yeah. um, honestly, that is, that, in my opinion, when if you take Red Number 3 out of the equation, Super Bowl, in my opinion, is the number one pick. All right? If you take Red Number 3 out of the race. Okay? Uh, comment, um, is, uh, I went with Comet, um, and I went with El Capitan, so you, I, I liked your El Capitan pick. But I'll talk a little bit about my picks here. Um, uh, like I said with Nemo, um, Nemo has been pretty lackluster. But like I said, a possible dark horse situation. Um, the only thing I'm dubious about with your picks is probably Slimer. Um, yeah. So we'll have to see how that goes. I will I will talk about mine here. Super Bowl. It's times three multiplier, guys, all the way. And I'm going to tell you why. Super Bowl did not show up until 2018. First year, 2018, as you can see here on the YouTube, finished third. Very good. A second place, a first place, all right, not bad. Not bad at all. 2019, you got another third place, and you do not have a first or second place over the course of the whole season um, from Super Bowl, but he still finished third. That was a big deal for me, okay, because um, Super Bowl, being able to finish third overall and still not even have a, a, a first or second place finish shows uh, consistency in racing. That even even without the top medal positions, Super Bowl was still able to um, keep a consistent upper placement for the for the majority of the eight races uh, across the season. That's a big deal. And he got third again. He podiumed overall twice, two third places. That is consistency. You don't you don't see it as this lopsided got two first places, got a got a silver, and then dropped down to last place. No, you see consistency. I'll read the points across races one to eight in um, 2019. 12, 11, 14, 6, 8, 7, 6, 11. Lowest six, highest 14. That's a pretty good spread consistency wise. Mm-hmm. And that's why Super Bowl, you take red number three out of the equation. All right, you're looking at a number one pick, in my opinion, when it comes to racing in the San Marble Rally. And I, I think we're going to see good things um, from Super Bowl this year. I'm excited. Of course, everything can tank. But we'll have to see what happens. Crazy Cat's Eye, number two multiplier. Now, I will say some of this was um, uh, decided by my love for the Crazy Cat's Eyes. Um, I think that the cat's eye marble, uh, I don't know whether it's actually related. Do you think it's related to the marble, um, the marble league team, crazy cat's eyes? Has that ever been lore explained or no? I think it was lore explained. I've never said, I thought crazy cat, crazy cat. eye. uh, what is, 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 is crazy cat. eye right. Crazy cat's eye. Crazy cat's eye. I gotcha. Okay, I, I think like literally the, team the sponsor <laughs> or like I think actually, aren't they the cat like, are they like the coach I don't know I don't know who is the coach of the cat's eyes that's a great uh, get, question check that real quick I guess someone yes yeah, so you pull that up in the chat um, I'll talk about crazy cat's eye in the in the respect of my pick 30th in 2016 but 2016 was a tough year they had an odd scoring system where they just kind of like deleted the last like 12 marbles like four races in or six races in or five so it was a weird it was a weird system um and crazy cats i did not have a good year but that there were so many marbles it, it was it's hard to really determine like what, what is a good year marbles on the track it's ridiculous for the first five races thank you casey um uh it but 
Crazy Cat's Eye picks up. Once they kind of uh, decrease the amount of players on the field to 20 in 2017, Crazy Cat's Eye finished 8th overall with a first place and a bronze finish on the on the 12 races you go over to 2018 now down to eight races uh crazy cat's eye eighth once again no podium finishes but um and they did struggle a little bit they were kind of up and down they were kind of like fourth place fifth place area and then they went down to like last but um not a bad spread just not a great one um but eighth eighth place is not bad out of 20 eighth out of 20 i mean you're still top half and and you're um you're really close to top third 2019 let's move to fourth place they did they had and they had a dnf all right and when yeah. when i talk about dnfs in um and waf i, I'm, I, want, I want to go into your opinion on this too when i when i see dnfs in san marble alley i don't see them i see them as accidents i see them as an unfortunate occurrence to a marble that normally should not happen because the track was either very wild or there was a lot of marbles with an un, 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 unlucky pinball reaction, things well, like that, that happen. And so a DNF and still a good finish on the year is an extra impressive thing to me because you hit some bad luck yet still kept going. I don't yes. know what your thoughts are on this. I mean, yeah, I mean, run number three had a DNF that year and he still won. But like there yeah. are sometimes like uh it was White Widow who like 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 they like the, there was no like fail with the track. This like they had the perfect amount of speed, so they went up a little, little slope. And then they stopped exactly at the tip of the slope and just got stuck there because like they this went too fast. So no, sometimes, yeah. it, sometimes it is their fault. Sometimes they, sometimes they got they don't know how to control their own speed. I agree. Um, I think that I would say about two, uh, three fourths of the time you're looking at an unlucky um, situation with uh, maybe a lack in track design or an unlucky pinball situation. Yes, it can be the marble's fault. But when I see a DNF. I'm gonna assume I'm gonna I'm gonna give the benefit of the doubt that it was an unlucky situation. Still with an unlucky situation, you see the crazy crazy cat's eye getting two wins on the year and a bronze on the year. Not bad. All right, and and so when I look at crazy cat's eye, I see an upward trajectory: thirtieth, eighth, eighth, fourth on the four years, and that is a that is a up and coming racer. All right, and with a little bit of luck, I think Crazy Cat's Eye and Super Bowl are going to go at it this year. And um, that's why Crazy Cat's Eye is my second pick. Okay. Um, yeah. And, and yeah. yeah. I just think like, this solid reasoning. Like, they, they're definitely, they have, that, they have that potential to to do really amazing. I think so. I think so. Uh, red number three. Red number three, I did pick. I didn't want to be stupid. Yeah. Um, but you know I always go out of the box a little bit when it comes to my picks. Um, I, I know everybody's putting red number three, um, you know, three times multiplier, two times multiplier. I wanted to play. I wanted to play the the odds, the the off chance odds, and 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 say that red number three is going to have a good year, but not the best year. Um, I don't know. I don't really have a great reason for this. Um, I. I don't know. Like, I don't know. I feel like red number three, obviously, is, is the Savage Speeders. 2-1-1. That's a Savage Speeder type of score. But I I think that, I don't know, maybe this won't be a good year for them. I, I think that it's just too easy, right? It's too easy to be, okay, red number three, three times multiplier, yeah. boom. Everyone's doing it. And you know I don't like mainstream. So that yeah, You're a Limers them, fan. 
yeah, I'm going I'm going I'm going Limer's philosophy on this. I'm I'm still putting red number three in there, but I'm going to put him low. I'm putting here one times multiple. He's still there. So when he picks up his golds and you guys tell me, oh my god, um, I'll be like, okay, well, well, he's there. He's picking up the, the one times multiplier. Okay? Okay. Not bad. Um, Comet, fourth pick. Uh, and, and honestly, Comet is a similar story to um, uh, Crazy Cat's Eye. Comet started in 20th in 2016. Uh, you're looking at 19th in 2017. You're looking at 11th in uh, 2018. And you're looking at 10th in 2019. So to a lesser degree than Crazy Cat's Eye, uh, but an upward trajectory. And with the publicity that he's, he's received in in this year, um, you might see some uh, more favorable performances from him this year. Maybe some extra training in the offseason. Maybe some more focused uh, practice. Some more speed um, speed out there. I don't know. Maybe he's training. Okay. There's Oliver definitely more Marvel. pressure on Comet. So I guess it depends mm -hmm. like how how like they personally perform under that pressure. Like, will that help him do better, or will they actually do worse? I think he's gonna do better. I'm playing the I'm playing the. I'm hoping odds. so. I think he will. I think he will do better, and um, I'm hoping that he will do better because I picked him. <laughs> so we'll see how. We'll see how that goes. That's all I can say. Yeah. Uh, and so, um, yeah, the official lore about the whole crazy cat size thing. So. Oh yeah, go ahead. They are inspired by him, but they are not officially associated. So they name themselves after him, but they don't. Uh -huh. They aren't actually because just because they, they admire his performance and skill, but they do not actually have any official association with him. Okay, well, that's interesting. Maybe something will happen with that lore-wise in the next few years. We'll see. Um, okay, last final pick, uh, El Capitan. El Capitan. El Capitan is El Capitan is a top-tier pick. I, I I didn't put him in the multiplier. The multiplier. But you guys, look at your stats. Fifth place, 2016. 5th place 2017, 5th place 2019. If you did not pick El Capitan, you did it wrong, in my opinion. Yeah, El Capitan, like, I don't know. What, so I, I think, like, when I think, the like, when I think uh, Semma Rally, like, obviously, after Red Number 3, I think El Capitan is, like, almost like, it's almost like a poster child, a little bit. Just a little bit, like... Like, I don't know. Like, I don't know. But something about El Capitan screams like San Marborelli. Like they, they really stick out to me. Agreed. I agreed. Um, El Capitan to me just seems like a staple of the series. Just like Pollo Loco, Marbling Crazy Marble Face, and Dragon Marbling Marble Face, Dragon's Egg, Big Pearl. I don't think she's in this year. I don't think so. She is. No, she's not. But like those are like staples of the series. And El Capitan as a staple of the series is showing. Um, showed overall very consistent play over the last uh the last four years three fifth place finishes 2018 either they weren't playing or didn't qualify or something because their name doesn't show up i just they didn't qualify they had a tough year but the three fifth place finishes it's three fifth, fifth place finishes and honestly if you're not picking el capitan uh, like i said in my opinion um then i think you're missing out i mean three times fifth place is that you can't make that up yeah, That's I, consistency. That is uh, mellow yellow consistency. Uh, okay. Yeah, thy Kiwi Gamer comment mentions also that um, Capitan has had 33 races and only won four, which is a relatively good ratio. I think in terms like when compared to real life racing, yeah, that actually is a pretty good ratio. It's a good ratio. Um, if you look at the uh, the detailed race stats, uh, El Capitan is 
relatively consistent. He has, in every fifth place finish, he has at least one victory. He had two in 2016. He has a bronze finish in every fifth place finish um, on his on his years. Um, so not bad at all. He has had some tough races, so he's a little bit all over the place, but he always manages to have a couple good finishes. He always managed fifth place every year. And honestly, with that kind of consistency, I actually don't know more. I don't know what more you want. Yeah. Okay. So I mean that th- those are my picks. Um, honestly, I'm pretty confident in them. I am. The only thing that, of course, I'm I'm, I'm not super confident in, but but I really wanted to do was, of course, uh, defy a little bit of the mainstream construct and put red number three in the lineup, but not on the multiplier. I want to see Super Bowl. I want to see Crazy Cat's Eye. And I honestly think Common and Capitan will come through this year. I would say um, if I go here to the members uh, board of the Marble Rally, there are currently 117 competitors in the thing. I just want to get top 20 this year. I think that top 50 is... I think top 50 for, for my choices are is very likely. And I think top 20 is possible. So we'll see how it goes. Um, I think the first race is tomorrow. Um, so when you guys are listening to this, first race will be out. So we'll get to see how it goes. But yeah, um, I'm glad I'm glad I had a chance to do these picks and really dive into the stats um, to talk about it. I mean, I mean, I'm glad I dove into these stats. Yeah, that, that, fifth that... place three times, and you're not picking El Capitan. Come on, come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, guys. Um, but uh, yeah, that's that's the that's the San Marble Rally discussion. Um, we are about thirty minutes in here, um, and Mar- Waff's going to want to hear what I think about the recent NASCAR race. So, without further ado, let's actually go to the trivia segment, and yes, we'll see so you on the say. other side uh, for uh, more Marble Sports. But we'll also do to trivia, which is pretty much Marble Sports. Is the music playing? Is the question? I don't freaking know. <sighs> Good to have you back. Turn that music on. There we go. What's up, uh, Raspberry Race? Right into the trivia segment. Now it's time for the trivia segment. Come on now, let's go, go, go. Go, go, go. All right, when the music is played, we're here at the trivia segment. That was a decently smooth transition. Um, I did use the marble. I did do the marble pun, right? I did the, I did you the, did the marble race. pun. Good job, good job. I mean, I got to throw it in there. <laughs> yeah. I got it. Oh, shoot. I've been slacking on my, my trivia recently, dude. Dude, why don't you just give us some trivia, man? Now it's time for the trivia segment. You're just singing the song. We already had the song. (laughs) We had the song already. Uh, Yeah, do you have a question? Um, I am currently uh, kind of working with my question. I'm getting it there. Um, So why don't you uh, why don't you start us off? Uh, well, uh, but you see, we are professionals. Alright, <laughs> we'll see what Kaysen does with all this mess. Okay, I wish, I wish we will ask a question, um, in the spirit of, uh, of course, in the spirit of, uh, San Marble Rally. I think it would just be a nice question to get out there to remind us of the, of the abilities of the previous, um, com- uh, years. And so I'm going to ask, what were the uh, four victors, overall victors, from 2016 to 2019 San Marble Rally-wise? Not the hardest trivia question, but one to remember the really important racers over the last four years. Well, if you want to go ahead and give your answer on that. I know the answer, of course. Um, Can you uh, repeat the question, please? uh, Four winners 
overall winners from 2016 to 2019 in the San Marble Rally. Name them. Uh, round number three, Ghost Plasma. Uh... Yeah, he's assigned the years. What are the years? What are the years? Oh, Ghost Plasma 2016. Red number three has won both 2019 and 2017. And then 2018 was won by... Was it... Mm. Was it Super Bowl? Mm. We'll see. We'll see. um all right we'll see you financially financer um no it's not correct um Ah. super bowl as i mentioned super bowl got third place twice we were talking about that um red number three actually won both 2019 and 2018 and dragon's egg oh ghost plasma won 2016 not bad ghost plasma um is one to remember but dragon's egg would have slipped my mind if i was asked this question um but I did know about Red Number 3's 2018-2019 victory. So pretty uh, pretty good to remember. Remember those marbles. Um, I believe uh, Dragon's Egg, if I go here, Dragon's Egg is showing up in this year's uh, San Marble Rally, so keep an eye on him. Uh, Ghost Plasma is as well. Um, Ghost Plasma is up and down. He got first and second, but then he uh, the other two uh, years, he got 20th and 19th. So I didn't choose him. I don't know what year it's going to be for him. And I honestly am not inclined to to run my odds on um, on that. Okay, Dragon's Egg is pretty good. Third place, first place, seventh place, um, ninth place. Dragon's Egg, in my opinion, is a very valid pick. So I would say go for Dragon's Egg if you're not picking fantasy already. Um, but honestly, man, man, Ghost Plasma. I don't know. I don't think so. So anyway, um, do you have your trivia question now, uh, Waff? Uh, no. I Ooh, he's struggling. He's how about man. um? What? Uh, this is yeah, this is this is all part of the show, guys. This, this is all part, part of the show, show everybody. Maybe Casey uh, will start editing these parts out. Maybe add some professional. Maybe one day we will, but not that today. That that day is not this day. This yeah, day we anyway. stall for time. <laughs> this is a great time to go into the comment section and say something about marbles that you think is interesting to us or to check out MSWpodcast at gmail.com as Waff struggles here for the trivia question. Um, you can also follow us on Twitter at underscore MSWpodcast. Um, we post every once in a while about marbles, so you can check that out. Um, and, yeah, share the podcast around to other marble fans. Listen, all right, we, we, want, we want to bring you guys the entertainment want to bring you guys the excitement of marble sports so um share this around and all marble sports fans can hopefully get on board and um bring excitement and uh interesting comments to the podcast each week i would love to one day have the opportunity to have a segment on the show where i read user uh not user viewer emails each week we read a couple of them see their opinions because that would be that would be great to hear what you guys have to say and then us to get that would stimulate discussion it'll be a nice segment but we have to get that um, we have to get those viewers to send them in. So send us emails MSWpodcast at gmail.com. Just say whatever you want. Say anything about marbles, anything you're thinking about the upcoming seasons, uh, upcoming uh, events. Um, and uh, yeah, you can send us trivia questions as well with answers. You can send you can do whatever you want, and we'll read them on the show. If you're a longtime listener, I highly encourage it. If you're not, still do it. And there you go. So uh, Waf, do you have a trivia question after that? Or we're just I believe I do. Today? All right, um, I'm, ex- I'm excited. So, 
in 2017, there were a lot of DNFs. A, I mean, a lot of DNFs. So much so that, like, there's actually more Marvel. There's there's more Marvels that have D- got at least one DNF that there than there are not. So my question is, in 2017, how many Marvels didn't get a DNF, and can you name them? So how many Marvels didn't have a DNF on on the season? How many? I, I, well, that's why I said like, I, like, can you guess how many didn't have a DNF, and then also who those Marvels were? Okay, well, 2017, um, they did shorten it down to 20 marbles. We're yes. only talking main event. We're not talking qualifiers, right? Correct. Um, we're talking 12 races, though. 20 yeah. marbles, 12 races, second year of Sand Marble Rally. Um, so the tracks have not been really uh, refined yet. Um, I mean, there's a very, very good chance that, I mean, I would say, I would say, like, I would say 16 of the marbles DNF, leaving four not DNF'd once the whole season. I would, you know what? I'd even say only three marbles. Only three marbles did not DNF the whole season. And to throw out some random guesses, I'll give you, I'll give you, um, I'll give you Dragon's Egg on that. I'll give you uh, Slimer on that. I'll give you Red Number Three. How was that? Possible. All right. So the answer is actually two. Wow, I was close. I got three, so that's not bad. Yeah, and one of them was Dragon's Egg. Okay, so that was good too. But the other one was Glassy. Glassy. Ooh. Yep. Let's take a look. I'm going over. Oh, Glassy, num- uh, in the seventh spot. Hey, not bad. Not bad. They well, uh, they they call the DNFs RETs. What does yeah, RET but, 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 stand it mean, for? It means did not finish. It, it, scroll, you'll scroll down. You see the uh, legend down below. Well, why does it say RET? It must it must have been a different um phrasing they back then. Hmm. I can't even imagine what that means actually. Possibly it might be the it might be the wiki who did it, that that did, did Ret- it then. Ret- <laughs> interesting, interesting. Um, cool. That's a cool question. Yeah, that's interesting. A lot of DN a lot of DNFs in San Marble Rally, lots, because. Especially it's a reckless on. course, and actually the best of the best in the racing. Usually have a D- you you look at look okay let's go let's go back from the trivia play the music do the thing case in three two one play it blah 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 blah, blah, blah. <laughs> that was the trivia segment now let's head back to the show 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 the show oh all right we're back for the trivia I I, I wanted to launch into see sometimes the trivia gets me thinking gets me like uh, thinking about a fact and, and and now I really want to talk about this um, because you know to address address some some points here regarding the top competitors in San Marble Rally. The top competitors, they are okay with one DNF because you know what? It is very frequent. Red number three, two victories, 2018-2019, DNF'd once, both times. All right? Top five, 2018, three DNFs. Top five, 2019, two, so not as many. So 2019, they, they did a little bit better on the track, but a lot of DNFs in the lower spots, okay? Some of, and, and usually top half, if you look top half, 2018, 2019, and these are where the track is actually much better made because remember, 2017, 2016, it was a lot more marbles. It was a lot worse. So you had DNFs a lot more often. You look in top half, 2018, 2019, you're looking at at least half the marbles, in the top half, DNF at least once, maybe twice. Pollo Loco, 2019, great example. DNF twice, finished seventh. It is a 
normal thing to DNF once and still do well in the San Marino mm-hmm. Rally. And that is something that I, I think that's something that should be noted because, like, you know, DNF has always looked bad. And you talk about uh, Sand Marble, uh, I mean, Marble League. Marble League at DNF is awful. Marble League at DNF is a bottom finish. You're not, you're not coming yeah. back. But um, here in, um, in San Marble Rally, you know, red number three, we're talking even, DNFs once. He's still he's still brushing that sand off and is like, listen, I actually can still get first place. And you know what? He did the last two years. So uh, with the DNF. So I think that should be noted. So it was pointed out that, that RET and Reens were tired, but like that doesn't make sense for like a, what a DNF actually is. Like yeah, that, impl- that implies they gave up, which is not what they did. <laughs> they're just like they're halfway through the race. They're like, you know what? Forget it. Forget it. I don't want to do it anymore. Right, I'll come back next week. Okay. Um, no, that's actually interesting that they, I guess they just couldn't think of the, the, the simple answer was right there. Well, did not finish again, DNF, like English isn't their first language. So ENF oh, is probably understood. not common to them. Retired is probably a more common phrase that's to them. That's true. Cause retired is close to like stopped and like, you know, across languages that could have been a little bit uh, difficult. So yeah, that might've that um, might been the case. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. That's an interesting bit of trivia. Maybe uh, that's a good question. That's a Language good like, niche trivia. question if we ever get uh, Jella here on the show. Was retired like a Google Translate thing? Um, but uh, yeah. You know. The more you know, the more you roll. But um, I think, like, like I said, DNFs, they're common to even the best racers in um, in the San Marble Rally. And I think, uh, I think you should just be aware of that. I, honestly, you should expect it. You're lucky not to DNF once. They 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 dot the st- the standings. Half the marbles DNF once over the course of the season. And Black Knight DNF three times in 2019. Same with H2 Blue. I it happens. Yeah. And um, I think that it's an interesting aspect of the game. Obviously, you don't DNF. Not all marbles do. Not all marbles DNF over the course of the season. You get pretty lucky. And but that doesn't necessarily do, you mean you finish high. Let's look at 2018 again. Rastafarian, no DNFs, finished last place. Okay. Yeah. Look at all those what ones. What said about that? Yeah, dude. Ooh, rough for him. Damn. What a rough year. Ones. Yeah. But then again, ones ones like ones happen quicker in San Marble Rally. The bottom like five get ones or something like that because it goes up to it goes up to um what it goes like. 25 or at least in 2018 it went 25 18 15 12 and then all the way down to one and then in 2019 it went 20 um 17 14 12 and then down so so 20 17 14 12 11 10 9 8 7 6 5 4 3 2 1 you're leaving six marbles getting a one every race bottom six get ones it happens can happen you can happen it can happen every race honestly if you have a bad season you can get a one every race yeah there you go all right well uh i think it's time to move on to uh your opinions on nasmar race three because uh you said i i'm sure you have something to say on that oh i always have something to say i have something to say about everything okay (laughs) everything you need something to say i'm right here for you um honestly i I don't know. Interesting, interesting race. Um, man, that was a tough course. It was uh, for for the for the racers. Um, for those who don't know, 
what we're talking about. Marbles Beyond, channel on YouTube. I'll actually pull it up here for you on the YouTube. Um, ch uh, channel who's made uh, marbles inside cars. Uh, you can see here on, in the thumbnails. You'll probably see, yeah, there you go. NASMARB. Put marbles in cars. If you look at the thumbnail, race three, my little logo, uh, the little logo is on one of the cars. I uh, sponsored one of them. And yeah, the races have been interesting. It's, it, of course, uh, Hot Wheels racing in general, even without the marble inside, is difficult. It's more difficult to control the cars, and it's they're more wonky and they flip over and things like that. So that that is a play player inside of um, uh, the creation of this. But um, uh, it's been it's been handled well uh, overall overall through NASMARB, and um, honestly. Um, it's one of my favorite series so far that uh, Marbles Beyond or previously MSPN has done. Uh, I will talk about I will talk about the race. Like I said, tough course, tough course, two one eighty degree turns. Yeah. All right. And actually, uh, uh, I feel I feel like since I have the ability to at this point, uh, why don't I just I'm just gonna pull up the video and while we're talking about it, let it play in the background, um, just so you guys can see some footage as we discuss the course. It's good. I mean, it's good for analysis. Um, so I'm going to just kind of throw it, uh, kind of here in the middle. So you guys can take a look at the course, man. It was a tough course. Um, a lot of spin outs, a lot of, uh, a lot of cars being hit off the track. Mm -hmm. Um, and a lot of lost momentum. You want to talk about DNFs. We talked about DNFs we, like a minute ago with, 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 uh, the San rally. Did this, this race here had a ton of DNFs. Of course, it didn't. It did, it scored differently, so it didn't make as much of a difference. But there was a lot of times where cars just did not finish, and that's not just because they were hit off the track on the curbs. There loss of speed, spinning out, and going sideways. Sometimes a sideways cause, car blocked all three. It was a tough, brutal track. Yeah, in in qualifiers, two cars got double DNFs. Yeah, yeah. Oh my God. Yeah, the two who did not qualify to race got double DNFs, and that was that was like. That was a wow for me. That was a wow factor. I was like, wow. You can see the spin out right, on this race right here. Like that's actually playing right now. Um, so I, I guess for our audio listeners only, this is gonna be hard. But like you can see, like yeah. Spitzer like, was YouTube. bouncing up the walls so much that they lost so much momentum that they didn't even get off the track at the end. And so, same with Bloodstorm. Yeah, a lot of loss of momentum here. Um, and 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 you get some of the footage you see right here with Spitzer did not even finish sideways movement mm -hmm. on the track. And then they didn't even finish. They 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 left about ten car lengths between them and the finish line. Loss of speed, and that and that was that was. It was great in a way because it added this crazy chaotic aspect to the racing. Definitely, like oh my god, are they even going to get to the end yeah. without just wiping out? Another example of it here. Um, uh, this car flips over after the second turn, but it also was like, it, it was. I think I think that. Don't if as long as this is not happening every race, I'm fine with it. I like how there's some courses that are like this, which kind of like this can be looked on in uh, when you look back at the eight race event. Um, you can look on this as like this was the tough track. This is the track where cars are not going to finish, cars are going to wipe out, um, and that's fine. And I feel like as long as it's balanced out over the course of season with some tracks that are more lenient and longer and, and easier to turn on, then it's going to really um, it's really going to make for a, a diff a very um, varietous season because yeah, um, you, sorry, you're getting I, yeah. different types yes. of track. Sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. What I got, happened? 
I keep thinking that you're gonna end your your end your point, then I can but like and but then you just keep going. <laughs> Sorry, dude. I'm just trying to I'm just trying to um really get out uh, what I think about here. Yeah. Um, just go ahead, dude, dude, dude. Yeah. Cut right into. Okay, what I'm I just want yeah, I just want to clarify. Like, so Brendan hasn't had a chance to listen to the episode last week's episode where um where, where not, me yeah, and MFA both discussed um race three, which if you want to get our in depth opinions, go listen to that. Um, but um yeah, we already discussed like how like. There, there are four tracks, eight races. So each of these tracks will be used twice, and so you'll see this race again for race seven. Yeah, and then like, uh, and then for the, for the championship, the fans will get to vote on two tracks that they liked the most, and they'll be used again. So this could be, in this you could see this track three times total. Listen, and that that's actually a great point um, to talk about it. I will not vote this track for the eighth race. Because for the eighth race, I want something. Um, where not we're not really for the eighth race, the championship. At... Like the championship is like a set. But the eighth not race the, is like yeah, a, a, kind of like the playoffs, the you know, like football. My bad. <laughs> or, yeah, or um, something like that. Yeah. For the championship, I will not vote this track, and the reason I will not is because I want a track that focuses more on the speed of the cars instead of oh, can the cars stay on the track and get to the end? That's fair. Um, and and um, yeah, I like this track. I think I think this is very varietous. You know, mm-hmm. some tracks are straight, some tracks are easy rolling and you just have to beat out the other racer this track you got to beat out the other racer and all of a sudden worry about oh my god am i gonna even make it to the end right but it, this, this track also had the closest races thus far indeed it did now i feel like last week there was there was a bunch of examples of really close races and this week there was a couple there was a lot of wipeouts where it was just easy to see like there, there were points where like all a car do was have to roll across the finish line and they got the win because it wiped out so many times I mean, maybe but like like in, like in that final race, like like it was like a come like with streamer like three to one one, and then like then suddenly it's that three to three good. three. Yeah, that was good. Um, th- I think that, but that that to me is an example of you know the top competitors, um, uh, Spitzer, which is sponsored by you, and then uh, streamer and and uh, Lemon Lemon Giselle, which who's been uh, on fire the last couple of races, um, showing that their their drive to win, um, literally. There you go. As a pun, but um, yeah, they it was all it was very back and forth, and, and just every car you saw them come out of the gate there at the end. Uh, maybe we can actually skip here in the video to that, so you guys on the YouTube can can, can take a watch. Like you, you just saw like every every time a different car of the three was getting out into the lead out of the gate, and um, it just really kept things interesting. And, and the tie up at the end, and um, it, oh, it was great. It was great, and, and it made it super exciting. You know, right here, you see all of them just just t-boning each other as they're trying to get to the end. Um, I love that. Exciting that way. Yeah. But uh, so I'm I'm curious. Do you have anything to say about the uh, decision in the final race regarding uh, regarding the the uh, like um, Lamone Drizel exploding? Um. Actually, let's actually let's actually move to that. Um, I think it happened here. Actually, I think it happens right here. Let's see if it happens right here. Does it happen? Uh, no, it's man. not three three no, three yet. Now, oh, it, it happens at three. It, it'll be after this one, the next race. Okay, so okay, so for those of you who don't know, you're about to see if you're watching on the YouTube. Um, Lamone Drizel gets destroyed on the upcoming uh, uh, little race here, little round. Destroyed. Marble comes out of the car. Marble actually rolls all the way down and finishes first. That was so funny to me. Um, 
but without his car. You'll see it right here. Ready? Look. Boom. Boom. Right out of the car. Marble finishes ahead of Spitzer. And then they redo it. Even though cars finish, they redo it. And I actually am against that decision. I am. And I and the reason I say that is because when when cars when when in the earlier races when cars were flipped off the track they didn't redo it so this was kind of an example this is not this is no different from a car being flipped off the track there's some contact contact is allowed it's been it's been mandated that is allowed by allowing cars to be hit by other cars off the track and the race is counting so to end it here just because the the wreckage of the um the vehicles kind of was was a little bit more extreme or happened on the track that is I think it's wrong decision. I think it be you should look at that as an an obstacle that's now presented to the track. It's just an organic obstacle. It happens within the collisions of the cars. There's no foul play, um, any more foul play than cars hitting each other off the track. I don't think the redo was warranted. I don't. Um, and uh, honestly, if well, if it didn't, I think uh, I think it would have been a, a different end. It would have been a different. It end. would well, have. No. Streamer still but, won. Uh, I think you definitely should like listen back to episode sixty-five to get to hear like you guys more in about depth, this? a more in-depth discussion about it. But like, basically, the point I came up with was like, like that Hershey brought as well as like, like these cars, like especially deck they're not designed to come apart. Like that, that's not that's, they, they shouldn't do that. And so he that, because mm. it did something that like if he deemed that as an equipment failure, and thus that it, and thus it needed to be restarted. Now. Like, if I was doing it, I would have let it go, but because, like, the only reason why I was upset at first is I didn't understand that that's how he defined it to himself, but after I heard the explanation, like, I was okay with it because, like, if, since it is his series, and, like, now that I know what he defines as an equipment failure, it's not going to be surprising me anymore, but, like, the reason why I think it's okay is, like, because, like, diecasts, like, well, like, in real life, like, you're, you're, like, cars can, like, like, be destroyed by through crashes, like, they're not. Yeah, and the race continues to go on. They don't restart but, well, it. Well, it gets normally a, a, a major crashes like they result in the race slowing down or stopping completely. But like with diecasts, they are not designed at all. They're not. Well, most of them aren't designed to actually come apart. And the fact mm-hmm. that they did come apart could have meant that maybe it was loose, and so that could potentially have meant that Giselle maybe was hindered at the beginning. And if not, it's possible. Like if Giselle did not explode, that could have affected the ending of the race. So like, it's like hmm. I I definitely understand why, like not being like, I understand why you would be apprehensive about it. I was very apprehensive about it. Like I was so happy at the end that I saw that happen. I was like, wait, what? Huh? Excuse me? But but like I I think I I I'm okay with it now. And considering that Spitzer was the most screwed over by it, I think that should be like that that's saying that should that should be telling that like it's. Not something to be too upset over, because like I, I had the m- biggest emotional stake in that finale there, and understood. Like I, I'm, I'm able to come to terms with it. So, yeah, yeah, I um, that is a good way to look at it. Um, I honestly think objectively, well, I guess subjectively, this is my opinion. Um, <laughs> what am I saying? Um, subjectively, I do think, I do think that that it was the wrong decision. Um, I think that once the cars are let go. Whatever happens, happens. All right? When you look at JMR, I mean, when marbles roll up up the side of the track, they don't restart the race. And you could say that's, you could say to me it's different, but it's not. Okay? And I don't think it is. Well, everyone I don't has think rules. it's different. Like J- J- and I think that I, I, I am fine with these rules. 
I, I am not, I'm not, I'm not saying they're terrible rules, but, and, and, and of course it works a little bit more in this situation since the races are short enough that it's not that hard to redo one. But I mean, I think that everything should be able to fit all situations. And if you went to the extreme and made this race three hours long somehow, and, but like one of the cars T-boned and broke in half, there'd be no restarting. So the I think the one part of the reason that a restart was was considered because the race was short enough to make that happen and honestly in my opinion I think it, it should not have been done. Um, am I gonna am I gonna get super upset about it? No, it's not my it's not I'm not making I'm not making this. It's not my rules and it's also not the biggest deal ever. But if you ask my opinion, if you say to me, Brendan, you gotta tell me right now. Do you think that they should have restarted? I'm gonna tell you no. I'm gonna tell you no. Okay. So. Um, Oh, like, that's my opinion. Yeah. Mentioning like restarting, like remember in col- in collision this year, there was like one of the referees got hit by the starting gate. None, none of the none of the competitors were affected, but because the referee was knocked over, they they restarted it. But that's different. It is. It's different. I'll tell you why it's different. The referee not moving is a constant across every time collision is run. Okay. The cars colliding into each other is not. It, it, well, let me reword that. The cars <laughs> not colliding into each other is not a constant across every race in NASCAR. In fact, they're expected to, and many times the cars collided into, and it flies right off the. But track. they don't always explode. That's the first time when anyone's. Ever right, been. but what? an explosion is just like it. It's just it's not based on the car's equipment failure, but it's more based on the, with the way the collision happened and the way it ran up against the wall. It's just instead of flying off the track, it kind of imploded in on itself or exploded. And and I think that the. Like if you look at if you look if you want to talk about should a restart happen, what I ask myself is okay, is what happened something that is a cause of something that should even be happening in the first place? Can collisions happen in NASCAR? Yes, they can. Can collisions with the reveries happen in JMR or like are they supposed to and everything? Are they a constant? No, they're not. And that's the difference I would put on that. Well, I guess but like in in real life sports, like in Olympics, like if a referee gets an injury or something, like they're not gonna st- they're not gonna stop the competition. Unless like, but, uh, unless it's like, unless it's like, well, it depends. Like, for instance, in Taekwondo, in sparring, there are three judges in a circle around them, and you need all three to make good, to, so that way everybody can see, to make to make the most clear judgments on points. Because like, you need multiple different angles of perspective to actually catch right. everything that happens. So if a, if a judge gets injured there, you have to stop because you need a third judge to do to do it with. You can't yep. do it with two. It's impossible to do it accurately. Or at least to do it, do it well, like because like you, you need that third to break ties and also to be able to see the other side. So, but like in collision, for instance, it's the referee is like that one referee. I don't think would have made much of a difference in calling decisions. Right, no, but see, no, I mean, but, ultimately, but you're making a mis- you're making a mistake. You know, you're making a mistake here. You make a mistake here. You're you're combining the human perspective of Marvel sports to the marble perspective of Marvel sports. And you can't combine the two when making a decision. Okay. On the human perspective, you're saying, because, because the referee doesn't make any difference on the human perspective. 
No, just I, a marble I sitting there for decoration. No, no I wasn't you saying that he's a marble. I was saying that because no, no, no. But you're saying like it doesn't really make a difference. But if you if you dive into the world of marble sports, if you dive right in and you, and you pretend like they're all athletes, like like we do, then actually that referee is really important because there's so much going on in collision that that you need to be able to see all aspects from every single possible angle to make sure there's no foul play, to make sure um you know there's no mistakes in the equipment that the, the, all the Rube Goldberg they felt like putting around the whole thing this year. I mean like the and and so so you you're combining the two worlds there you're saying okay well from the human world it's not a big deal but you know in the marble world it is so i i don't know i i feel like you have an argument there but um it, i don't know i didn't mean it like I, I was saying in the role play there i meant like like at least from my perspective i thought like the only thing that mattered was that was making sure that the marbles stayed on the stadium and didn't roll out at any point but like I guess like thinking about it, like, maybe like like more role play like they're watching to make sure they don't have any contraband or weapons to stab the enemy team or something. Oh yeah, I'm, oh yeah, there you go. <laughs> chip it, chip in the glass there. Let me take out my marble all and just my little marble shiv. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. But, I don't know. That is a good. That is a good question. Um, when when restarts are warranted and when they're not, and they're all and that uh, ultimately does come up to the to the game makers or the um sport makers. So of course, um, the, their opinions are to be respected. But um, I mean, I feel like every situation is different. Every situation and field generally it works to ask yourself, okay, is the is what happened something that is um caused by a constant and a normalcy of how this this action uh, how this uh, event plays out or something an aberration collision referee getting hit aberration not supposed to happen every time Co- collision nasmarb in my opinion supposed to happen every time Mar- cars collide every time it's just that this time um it just happened to to take the roof off the one and and um that's how i see that and everyone's gonna see it different waf sees it different y'all will probably see it different it's fine and it will come down to the the sport maker in the end but um but uh, yeah, that is that is my opinion overall on that. And you know what? We're uh, we're at an hour. Believe it or not, we're already All there. Right. So we should wrap it up. Uh, Waff, any other uh, things to say before we go for tonight? Uh, let me see here. I do not think I have anything major to say. I guess like um maybe we could briefly like just like mention uh, Racing Marbles League. I guess. Yeah, you, uh, go check that out. I do commentary for it. Racing Marble uh, League is on YouTube. Um, we will actually cover that when things are a little slower um, in Marble Sports World. Uh, very well done quality-wise. Uh, interesting new features in it as mm-hmm. well that are going to be interesting to talk about. Love the track so, design. Um, track design is very well done. Um, I'm, I'm excited to just be doing commentary. It's, it's, it's a lot of fun. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, we will we will discuss that um, in the in the coming episodes. Um, so just stay tuned for that if you, if you watch that and you want to hear more about it. Um, and don't forget, of course, to, uh, if you haven't already, please just drop a subscribe on the Marble Sports Worldwide YouTube channel so we can continue to grow and bring you these awesome podcasts. Um, and of course, send us an email, marblesportsworldwide, um, mswpodcast.gmail.com. There you go. And, so, and if you want, uh, join the Discord down in the description. Um, oh, down in the description. There you go. Let's add it. Let's give them all, let's give them a whole list of things to do. <laughs> Sl- click that subscribe button. Ring the bell for notifications. Ring the bell, man. For every new upload. Yeah. Hit that and, uh, like hopefully button. we'll be getting um i plan to get some more marble sports related videos out there like the marble league tier list and the top tens and stuff but uh right now starting uh being starting college like i said so it's been a little busy and a little tough so stressful so um when things kind of flatten out for me i'm going to try to get a couple of those videos out for you guys to, to, to kind of bring some new content so with that being said we will see you in the next episode Waff, bring us out like you all right 
Roll on, Marvel Sports fans.